Welcome back to the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. I've got a bonus episode for you guys today. Now, this conversation may seem slightly premature, or I have a feeling it's going to find you right on time. Either way, trust me, it's so important to get this straight now as your mama brain is starting to tiptoe into the reality that summer is almost over and the school year will be here before you know it. I know you want to keep growing and getting better and you want to feel prepared for the upcoming semester. So let's have an honest heart-to-heart conversation today. The first thing I want to ask you is, have you ever been in a place where you feel that nearly every area of your life needs an overhaul? Or maybe you're like me, (laughs) you're getting ready to move and you don't have a choice but to overhaul your entire life because you're getting ready to move everything and everything's being shaken up. Maybe life has felt cluttered and chaotic for so long that the thought of actually making changes feels overwhelming. It just feels too hard and like too much. So you do what you always do, which is nothing, and you just stay stuck. Maybe that's you. Or most likely, you really desire to change for the good, but you're not sure where to start. You know you need some new healthy habits to get your life together and your home in order, but you've been off track and derailed for so long, it feels super intimidating to take even small steps towards improvement. Ultimately, Maybe you failed yourself time and time again, and you don't really trust the commitments you make to yourself anymore. You struggle to believe in yourself, and the negative self-talk drowns out the encouraging voices around you. Listen, friend, I get you, I see you, and I really want you to know today that God sees you too. Despite how you feel, you're not alone, and you're not drowning, you're not going under. You just need to take one simple but significant step to pivot in the right direction. I know this is kind of like a loaded introduction, (laughs) but the reality is, is that wherever you're at, there's a lot that probably needs to work on. Like it's time you're like, okay, starting the fall semester, I need to get it together. Like I just need help. Where do I start? How do I start putting the pieces together? Because I want to be better this year than I was last year. I don't want to keep doing the same old, same old. In this heart to heart conversation, I want to take you by the hand, just like I did with one of my coaching clients, and I want to tell you where to start when you desire to get some healthy habits in place to make the changes. So whether you need help in one area or maybe all the areas that feel out of order in your life, now is the perfect time to get clarity and to begin to refocus before the school year with a powerful practice that's going to get your heart aligned and cultivate peace from within. I hope you enjoy this episode. I think it's going to be really amazing to get you set on the right track at this very time. But if you are needing some one-on-one help, if you're like, okay, this is good, but you don't understand, Michelle. Like you have no idea what my life is looking like, the mess of my marriage, my motherhood, like my business, like everything just feels out of order. I I need more than encouragement. Like I need some specific instructions. I need some specific tactics and strategies to get out of this hole or to just start moving in a better direction. If that's you, that is cool. I'm here for you. 
go to michellehyatt.com. That's two L's in Michelle and H-I-A-T-T, michellehyatt.com forward slash coaching. And let's get set up with a heart to heart strategy session. This is where I can customize a plan for you and work with you individually to really give you the support and the accountability that you need to be the woman that you are called to be. So check that out, leave a review today, and I can't wait. Let's get into this conversation. Hey friend, welcome back to the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. Do you absolutely love being a wife and a mom, but something in you desires more? Do you wanna grow as an entrepreneur without hurting your family? You wonder, is it really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God. Hi, my name is Michelle, and as a wife of 17 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and a kingdom entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel. I know you wish every day that there were more hours in the day to get it all done and be the best mom that you can be. I know the mom guilt whispers in your ear far too often, and you get tired of dealing with the constant interruptions. You crave more simplicity, more order in your home, more connection with your family, and more than anything, a strong faith that keeps your heart steady no matter the season. I'm so thankful you're here to join me on this journey of processing life together and growing in greater purpose as fellow business-minded mamas with a heart for home and a love for Jesus. On this podcast, we will use this precious time exploring how to embrace a heart of surrender, gain biblical perspective for everyday life, and learn practical tips to experience more peace in the midst of balancing work and family. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home. Do you believe that too? Then let's connect the work of our hands with our influence at home so that we can leave a lasting legacy through the next generation. Go grab that basket of clean laundry to fold or pour another cup of coffee and let's grow together. I was recently coaching a client in a heart-to-heart strategy session, and as she tried to prioritize the most important area she wanted to focus on during our conversation so that she could get the results that she desired at the end of our time together, the reality was there were so many things that needed tending to that needed to be addressed. Life had thrown them into a major transition. They had to move across the country, living with parents, literally just starting over, figuring things out, jobs, new church, new family, not family, (laughs) uh, you know, new relationships, just kind of reconnecting there. And then, of course, there's just a lot of long-lasting, deep-rooted marriage struggles. Then there's struggles to homeschool to help the kids stabilize their emotions, I mean, the list went on and on and the pain ran deep and the struggles wide. There was so much advice that could be given and there were so many things when we looked on the outside, it's like, well, we could talk about this, we could talk about that. I mean, there's so much advice and wisdom and there's so many ways that we could have gone about things. They all seemed important and they all seemed pretty timely and kind of desperate to be addressed. Yet what we landed at was the most important thing because it's the only thing that leads to lasting transformation. It's really the place to start. And the same applies to you, which is why I wanted to pull you into this conversation because I think that it's really important. On the outside, she and I both wanted to talk about specifically some daily habits and routines. Immediately, it's like, let's get some relief in the home. Let's get the home in order. Let's work on these things. Let's get some order, some peace to the situation. 
But at the root, what she needed and what you need is to start with habits of the heart. Honestly, I could coach all day long, but if there's not a strong foundation, if we're just doing things and making progress on the things that we see and on the most important, you know, fires that are blazing, if we're just putting out fires, like everything's going to crumble because we have to start with first things first. That's something that I tell my kids all the time. If you're only stacking habits and good things on top of an unhealthy heart, or if you're trying to compensate by doing good things rather than getting solid on who you are and understanding how loved you are, it's just not going to last. If you're looking to you or to some practical strategy to see your breakthrough, you're going to wind up being disappointed. And it's hard because I know that it's like, man, we want to see quick change. We want to get to the point. We want the quick fix. We want the strategy. We want somebody to tell us what to do. We want that immediate answer. And looking inward, it almost feels like I don't have time for that. But I'm telling you, you can't afford not to because everything else is going to be in vain. It's not going to hold itself and hold you long term. It's not going to be sustainable if your heart is unhealthy, if it's not in order. We really want to get our hearts in order. Then from there, we can get our homes in order. And then from that place, we can get up and get to work and pursue those goals, pursue those dreams, and pursue that those visions, those businesses that we have on our heart. What I've learned is that true transformation the kind that's eternal and significant and lasting comes from looking at Jesus. Because when you look at him, when you look to him, you're transformed to look like him. And like I said, I know it seems simple and you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's not really what I wanted to hear. That doesn't seem very helpful, but it really is the place to start. So hear me out for a second. I want you to force yourself to get your heart in order before you do the things, because we do need to do things. We do need to make changes and do some practical steps to get our homes in order, but it needs to go in that order. So today, I just want to talk about two ways that you can start today establishing habits of the heart that are going to help you change and lead to lasting change in your life. And it's really important that we talk about this now because the school year is upon us, whether we like it or not. And I know we don't want to think about that, but we want to start getting ready. And before we go school supply shopping and we get all those lists and we start to do all the things, our schedule starts to fill up and get overwhelmed. Before we start taking those actions, we really want to start preparing the inner man, the inner woman. We want to get our hearts ready for what is to come, whatever that looks like. And so this is a great time to get prepared. This is a great time to establish this essential morning and nighttime routine so that you can build upon that foundation. So the first thing I want to tell you and the first thing I want to encourage you to do to get your heart in order and to create a solid habit of the heart that will last and that you can maintain and sustain. And just like with everything, the best thing is that you can teach this to your kids. Everything that I'm telling you to do is what I teach my kids to do. Everything that we do, moms, We get to pour that out into our homes. We get to influence our kids, not just by example, but we can walk them through it because we're doing it ourselves and we're living true to who we're called to be. So we want to bookend our day with Jesus. This is really just about setting our intention and our attention on him. Obviously, it can look different ways, but I want you to keep this so simple. 
but don't miss it. I know it's easy for pretty soon the early morning alarms are going to go off and you're going to pop out of bed and start packing lunches and waking up kids and helping them find their shoes and getting their backpacks packed and whatever else needs to happen. If you homeschool, it doesn't matter. There's so many demands and needs. You know how it is. They're going to be knocking on the door sooner than later. But set time in the morning before you get out of bed to start your day with Jesus. Just ask him in the morning, Lord, I welcome you into this day. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Say good morning to him. Invite his presence in there. Literally get your heart postured on your knees. I like to physically just flip over in bed and get on my knees and just lay there before the Lord, but just get your heart in that place of surrender, in that place of like, Lord, I need you today and I'm fixing my attention on you and I'm asking you to come and I'm asking you to be in the center of my life because if you're in the center, I'm gonna have peace. And if you're on the throne, I'm gonna walk in purpose and that's what we want. One thing that I love to do, and I know you're not supposed to do this, but I do personally leave my cell phone in airplane mode, but near my bed. I've got my earphones there because my habit is when I wake up in the morning, I grab my phone, the alarm will go off, I'll hit snooze, and it just depends on the day how much time I have. But either way, those earbuds are going in my ear and worship music is starting because I just want to lay there on my back and I just want to soak in his presence. I want to set my heart and my intentions on the Lord because it is the most important thing that I can do in the day. So I want that music to start. Um, I have just a lot of songs and playlists that I have on YouTube. So I'll just put that on and I'll keep my earbuds in while I walk out of the room and I take my vitamins and I grab my water. And as I start to prepare for the day, even before I spend time with the Lord, as I'm moving around, I just have worship music on in my ears because I want that to really align my heart and to really recalibrate me for the day. So I just want to encourage you in the morning, just say good morning to the Lord, invite him into your day, whatever that looks like, put on worship music in your ear, just lay there before the Lord, knowing that you don't have to do anything. He loves you ridiculously, endlessly before you do anything. He doesn't need you to do anything for him. He just loves you because you are his. You are his daughter. There's nothing you can do or not do that's going to make him love you any less. So just rest in that assurance. And also make sure to sit, spend some time with the Lord. Be still. I think that's one of the things that's really hard, especially as moms. I've talked to a lot of moms are like, it's really hard for me to read the word. It's really hard for me to be still. It's really hard for me to focus. I don't really know what to do. I feel kind of lost in my relationship with the Lord. I don't really know how to pray. Listen, just keep it simple. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be complicated. I know that there's so many journals and so many things that you can do, but a couple of years back, I just kind of put most of that stuff aside and I just, I just want to read the word. I just read through it and I want to sit with the Lord and I want him to speak to me and highlight what he wants for me to hear. I will mention one thing that's kind of cool. If you have the Bible app, I think that's what it's called. There's a plan. It's called Project 345. And basically it sets you up to read the entire New Testament in one year. And the reason it's called Project 345 is because it takes an average of three minutes and 45 seconds to read a chapter of the Bible a day. And so it's really simple. It's really doable. And um, that's just kind of the plan and the path that I have. So when I go to read the word, when I go to spend time with the Lord, I know where to start and I have a direction and I have kind of a path to follow. So I just wanted to throw that out. That might help you. 
And then just like you start your day with intention, fixing your attention on the Lord and your, we're really wanting to bookend our days because the days get crazy and we can't, you know, control all that goes on, but we, at least we want to start our day, right? And we want to end our day with the Lord. And one of the things that's been such a blessing to me, and it really started, this habit started out of a place of weakness, out of a place of brokenness, out of a place of like complete dependency and like coming from the heart of like, I have nothing left, God. I have nothing here to give you, but I make room for you and I invite you in to come and do what only you can do. And so when I go to bed, I invite Jesus into my sleep. I invite him to come. I welcome him just like I did in the morning. I want to encourage you to do the same as ask the Lord, say, God, I'm going to sleep, but I know that you do not sleep or slumber. Your word says that you are watching over me. I'm asking you to come. I'm asking you to work in my heart to soften the hard places to address and reveal the hidden places that aren't surrendered to you, Lord. Ultimately, I'm just asking you to do what only you can do because there's things that only he can do. And that's what we want. That is where true transformation comes. And I can't tell you how sweet my sleep has been, how many times I've woken up with words of clarity, words of wisdom, songs in my heart. I mean, it's just been a really beautiful process to feel his presence all night long but I'm inviting him in and I'm intentional about it. And I'm aware, I'm aware that he's with me and I'm setting my heart on him. So the number one way to get your habits established, to start getting good routines, not just in your home and in your world and the things that you're doing and the things that you can see is to really start in your heart and start to bookend, meaning start and end your day with consistency and fixing your heart on the Lord, fixing your eyes on Jesus. This is where peace comes. This is where revelation comes. This is where your breakthrough is going to happen right there. The second thing I want to mention, and this is just kind of like a bonus point, but this is also really important. And we know if you have done any self-development of any kind, this is just something that everybody does. Anybody of anybody of success (laughs) does this um, habit. And you know what? It is so valuable. And I'll tell you why in a minute, but write gratitude daily because it really keeps you rooted and it keeps your heart steady no matter the circumstances. That's what it does for me. It really helps keep things in perspective because honestly, the days feel hard sometimes and things don't go as planned and there's a lot of interruptions and frustrations and there's a lot of things that wanna take our focus and just make us feel bad and think negatively. But when you intentionally sit down and write gratitude, it it creates a habit of intentionally being thankful. And it's a beautiful, beautiful place to to be. And one thing that I found, I like to do it in the evening time as I'm wrapping up my day, as I'm kind of crossing off my to-do list, wiping that stuff out and really replacing it with gratitude as I reflect on my day. It's really amazing because, because I have the habit of writing gratitude at the end of the day. What happens is that through the day, starting in the morning, I start to be thankful naturally. Like I, my heart and my mind starts to see things to be grateful for. I'll never forget even just, gosh, not that long ago, I'm just carrying my daughter down the stairs and she's just squeezing my neck so tightly. And I just, I'm savoring that moment. And I'm taking a little snapshot in my heart of gratitude because I want to, I want to remember that moment. And you know, what's fascinating about gratitude is that 
ultimately, it's the little things. It's not the big things. It's the little things. It's going outside and hearing the birds chirp. It's, you know, brushing your daughter's hair and listening to her say something sweet to you or when the kid just says they love you or they're like, mom, I love, I love dinner or helping your kid with homework and you just get to look into their eyes and soak them up for a minute and pour into them in some beautiful way. I mean, there's so many moments that happen all through the day that we will miss if we don't intentionally choose to savor them, to remember them. In my mind, it's almost like taking a picture all through the day. Like I want to just take those pictures to remember, remember the good, remember the beautiful, because that is always there, even in the hard and even in the frustrations. So write gratitude daily to keep your heart rooted, to keep your heart steady, no matter what the circumstances go like, no matter how the day flows, no matter what happens, you can, at the end of the day, just reflect even if it's one thing, two things, we can always, always, always have something to be thankful for. And you'll find your heart start to change. You'll find your attention start to, to change because the things that we're looking for, we're going to see more of, right? So set that intention. Again, I like to do it at the end of the day because all through the day, I know that I'm going to be writing gratitude at some point and it helps me to see more things to be thankful for. So as you begin preparing for the school year right now, even early, I don't know if this message seems early or if it finds you right on time. I just want to really encourage you to get your heart in order, to get habits of the heart in place that'll keep you steady and strong in the Lord, focus on him and his strength and working out of his might and really just bringing him in to your day, to your life, no matter what this semester looks like, no matter what this school year looks like, no matter what's going on in your business and Q3 and Q4, as you begin to map all that out, we want peace in the midst. We need Jesus in the midst. We want purpose in all that we do. Well, that comes from knowing him and walking in him and abiding in him. It's not going to happen if we don't spend time with him. Take some time in the morning, give him your best, give him your first and give him your last. And all through the day, you can take those little pockets of time, those little slivers of time when you're starting to feel overwhelmed or anxious or derailed. And you can just sit for a minute and refocus on him just like you did in the morning and just like you know to do in the evening. But start in the morning, start in the evening, bookend your day with Jesus. And also, Right gratitude. Start that habit now. It doesn't have to take more than a minute, but it's just, again, it's all about posturing your heart. It's about putting yourself in a place of surrender where you're like, God, you're on the throne and I'm not, and I trust you no matter what. And you're just acknowledging him for who he is and thanking him for all that he's doing in your life, even when you don't understand because he's in it. His presence is with you. And I just want you to experience more of his love because I think that is the goal is to walk in his love and um, just really experience the abundance of who he is in our lives each and every day. So let me just pray for you before we go. Father God, I just thank you so much for the mom listening, Lord. You know where she's at. You know all the things in her life that need decluttering, that need some support, that need some cleaning up, Lord. You see where her marriage is at. You know the struggles. You know the financial situations. 
You know what she's dealing with with her kids, with all the personalities and their attitudes and their lack of listening or the struggles to obey or whatever they're going through. Lord, you see it all. You see where she's at in business. You see what she needs. You see what her goals and her dreams and her desires are. Lord, but we just take all of that and we lay it before you and we actually just push it aside because what matters more than anything is you, just you, Jesus. Lord, and I pray that we would be like Mary, that we wouldn't be busy or distracted by trying to do good things, but we would just come to you like Mary with a heart of Mary and sit at your feet and fix our eyes on you, Lord, and listen to you and just let you love us and find security in our identity in you, Father. Lord, we just ask for growth. We ask for breakthrough. We ask for transformation, but we just seek you first and we trust you in all things, Father. I pray that you would give us a heart like David. In Psalms 51.10, it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Father, I pray that you would just create in all of us a clean heart. This is where we start. Purify us, God. Refine us, Father. May our lives be used for your glory. Create a loyal spirit in us that we can be consistent and seek you daily. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your goodness. And we thank you for your faithfulness in our life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Are you like Mama so? Hey mama, real quick, before you run off and do all the things, if you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to take 30 seconds right now and leave a quick written review. More importantly, this is the way we can reach other mamas just like you and help them find more peace and purpose as they balance motherhood and business with God at the center. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Surrender Driven Success Podcast, click five stars and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social or simply text it to a friend to spread the love. I appreciate you and can't wait to connect over at michellehyatt.com forward slash connect. That's Michelle with two L's, H-I-A-T-T dot com forward slash connect.